Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuwana's Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, greetings, fellow humans. How you doing? What's up, everybody? Coulter Nuanas. Nuanas now. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here uh, on your Tuesday. Time to get to today. We're in the rhythm now. I, I think that you guys are tracking, but if you're not, if you're new around here, or you're just getting into the routine, or Nuanas now is just part of your habits, or just getting to be part of your habits, on Tuesdays, we got to... Uh, Sort of a full recap of the weekend that we don't talk about on Mondays. So heavy college football at hour number one during the Montana football hour on Mondays. Heavy NFL during hour two during the Monday afternoon quarterback on Mondays. And so Tuesdays, we get things kicked off with basically a full hour looking around the wide world of prep sports. That's exactly what we'll do. We'll give you a recap of the weekend that was. We're also going to hear from uh, Grady Bennett the head coach of the Kalispell Glacier Wolfpack. They've run the gauntlet, so he's got some thoughts on both his team as well as uh, on the state of Class AA football. I'll also give you my 10 fun facts about high school football. I'll also give you an update on the standings uh, for all the other fall sports going on here in the state of Montana. And we'll also have our Treasure State Stars to round out our number one. We also got some free Taglieri Deli coming up for you here in a little while. And uh, our number two... Justin Engel, uh, I actually teased this yesterday, and I had forgotten that he is still on his way back from the uh, Edward R. Murrow Awards. Our guy, the uh, University of Montana professor, he's whooping us at these broadcasting awards. He's a, he's a burgeoning superstar. But his podcast, Fireline, won a Murrow. And if you're unfamiliar with that, I mean, that's about as good as it gets when it comes to broadcasting awards. So congratulations to him and his team. Justin, though, he'll join us on Thursday. Usually it's Tuesdays. That we do the business angle, the overlay between business and sports, but instead uh, we'll have that rolling for you uh, this Thursday. So in lieu of that, uh, we're going to talk some NFL and some Big Sky Conference because that's what we do when we, uh, you know, when we want to have fun. And we'll also talk some Major League Baseball in hour number two as well. So jam-packed show for you. Uh, very much excited to hang out with you here uh, on your Tuesday. That's your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. The Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Want to stream the show? 
always can on the ESPN MT app or on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, you certainly can do that as well. Call or text 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. So 888-1029, that's what you're going to need to win some Tagliari here in about 45 minutes. It's also what you're going to need to remember when uh, I start asking you to call to tell me what you think about what looks like just a completely new rule. I don't know. The uh, the roughing the passer phenomenon uh, right now in the NFL, it's controversial. I think there's a lot more to it than maybe the uh, the broad strokes that people are giving it. So, uh, 406-888-1029, you want to be a part of the show. Questions, comments, concerns, any and everything uh, that you might want to talk about, give us a call, shoot us a text, and uh, you can be a part of the show. All guests will join us via the Ragich Brothers RV phone line. Uh, in terms of the results from over the weekend, going to get to some high school football here in just a minute, but a whole bunch of other fall sports are rolling along right now. Uh, Grizz Hockey, who we are proud to be the presenting uh, broadcasters for once again. Great job to uh, Jeff Safford and Tommy Evans and our team for getting the uh, the Grizz broadcast, the Grizz Hockey broadcast looking great on the ESPN MT app as well as sounding great here on the ESPN radio airwaves. Chris Hockey had two more big-time wins uh, over the weekend. They defeated uh, Western Washington twice. They won 10-2 to on Friday night, and uh, they also won 8-0 to on Saturday. This upcoming weekend, we got a doubleheader, a home and away, rather. Uh, Friday night here in Missoula, Montana State in town, and Saturday night, over there in Bozeman. So it should be a fun one against the Bobcats. The Bobcats will certainly be the most competitive team that Grizz Hockey has played so far in this young season. So if you want to uh, win tickets to that, uh, those games, stay tuned. Later on this week, we'll have some tickets for you. And also, if you want to catch the action and you can't make it down to the ice rink, uh, be sure to get that ESPN MT app. Uh, download it on all of your various mobile devices, uh, as well as you can always find the games here on uh, 102.9 FM ESPN Missoula. Uh, Other results to get to from over the weekend, the Grizz soccer team had a nice victory over fellow uh, Big Sky Conference frontrunner Northern Colorado, although the Big Sky Conference has been uh, widespread on the soccer uh, results so far this year. But UM, who has uh, been so good under Chris Chitovitsky, they had lost against Portland State and Idaho and then tied Eastern Washington. So their 2-1 to one win over Northern Colorado, a welcome one for the Grizz. And uh, just three games left, three matches left in the regular season. They play Northern Arizona Sunday uh, here in Missoula. And then October 21st, that's a Friday, they're at Idaho State. And then Sunday, October 23rd, they're at Weber State. The Big Sky Conference Tournament gets underway November 2nd. Uh, in Greeley, Colorado, the way that the uh, soccer tournament works in the Big Sky, the regular season champion from the year prior hosts uh, the championship uh, that following 
year. We also had the uh, Grizz volleyball team on uh, as featured guests on our ESPN roundtable last week. Grizz volleyball off to their best start uh, in 20-plus years. <laughs> Don't call it a curse, but uh, UM went on the road to one of the toughest road trips in the Big Sky. They lost at Sac State in four sets and then got swept by a very good Portland State team uh, in three sets. So uh, stubbing of the toe for the previously undefeated Grizz volleyball team. Um, but they have now have seven of their next nine matches at home. So uh, it's really fun, high level of volleyball. So if you need something to do, you're looking for something in the community with the Grizz being back home, that could be something uh, fun for you around Missoula. The Bobcats, who have had an okay year, but they've uh, definitely been wading through not just a challenging schedule, but also a leave of absence taken by head coach Daniel Jones. Uh, not m- many details about that. I don't know if we'll find out many details of it. I don't know if we have a timeline either, but the Bobcats, they they lost the rivalry game to Montana after a 2-0 start in Big Sky Conference play. And then they had the same road trip as the Cats, just or as the Grizz, excuse me, but then just back or, uh, opposite order of opponents. Uh, the Cats played at Portland State. They lost in four sets, and they played at Sac State. And uh, they lost in three sets. So there's a look at some of the other uh, fall sports that are going on. Let's dive into some high school football. It's Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Here's 10 fun facts. Actually, before we do that, uh, Andrew, did you watch? uh, Andrew Houghton, our producer in the back, uh, also the curator and producer of Soccer in Snow and Smoke, uh, which talks soccer at all levels of uh, of soccer around the state of Montana. Did you watch the the Grizz match? Oh, you were hunting, so you probably missed it. Didn't catch it. That's caught right, the caught the recap sure. after. Yeah, uh, that's a good win, though, right? I mean, for for the University of Montana. What what where's that put them at then in the scope of the season? Well, more than a good win, Coulter was a necessary win. Northern Colorado, like the Grizz. Northern Colorado was picked to win the conference in preseason with the Grizz second, and both of them have sort of stumbled out of the gate in this conference season. And because, you know, there's only, what, eight teams right. in the conference for soccer, you can't really afford to stumble out of the gate That's right. for soccer. So aside from the— you don't play home-to-homes. You just play everybody once. You right? play everybody once. So just aside from, from getting the win against a good team, it was important for them. It's only their second win of conference, so they're— I believe two one and two in Big Sky Conference play now, uh, but they just needed those three points for sure. Uh, and as we've talked about throughout the year, getting into the conference tournament, playing and being uh, playing well when the conference tournament commences, that's uh, that's sort of the where we're at. That's what it comes down to, and this is a team that I think is is still you know still trying to work through. Um, some issues, some solutions, gain some confidence with their young players, especially in the attacking areas of the pitch. And that's, again, why it was so great to see Eliza Bentler, who's a freshman, Delaney Lushore, who's a sophomore, get those goals. And then they had to they had to hold on to this one. Northern Colorado dominated this game. This is a game that uh, Chris Chinovitsky would say the other team had more shots, had more possession, had more of the ball. That's been Montana a lot of the year. Here they had to play the other side of that kind of game, so it was good for them to get a little bit more experience doing that. From football to football, let's give you 10 fun facts about high school football around the state of Montana here on Nuanas Now. It's our prep extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. 
Farmer's State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Fun fact number one, Missoula Sentinel City Champions again. They ran away with it in the second half. I was at the game, took my uh, six-year-old nephew there uh, to the, the crosstown game between Sentinel and Big Sky on Friday night, and the Spartans uh, took a 15-13 to lead into the, the halftime locker room. Good effort by Big Sky there in the first half. And then the second half, uh, Tyler Christensen housed the opening kick, and Adam Jones also had a long rushing touchdown early in the third quarter. And Sentinel catches fire, and they run away with a 43-13 to win. The fact, though, I think and it's always fun to win the city championship, especially in a, a three-high school town like Missoula. There's only two of them, Missoula and Billings, uh, at the AA level. So it's always a part of the progression, a part of the goals. But I think the fact that I, I just hearken back to so long, uh, so many years of, of covering and following high school football in Missoula and around the state of Montana, and for so many years, the city championship in Missoula was the end-all, be-all for the, the high schools because it was pretty much the only championship that they really had a, a chance to, to win. I mean, uh, my junior and senior years at Big Sky, that would have been the falls of 2003 and 2004, we were pretty good. We were a playoff team. We won the first playoff game by a Missoula school in 10 years when we beat Helena High my senior year in 2004. And then the next 10 or so years, Playoff victories were, were not really in the cards for any of the Missoula high schools. So I think it's a testament to a lot of things that this is not an end-all, be-all uh, for the Spartans. It's They have bigger goals. It's about competing on a statewide level. They are, they are the two-time defending state champions, but part of that is because they have an expectation of excellence. They have an expectation of winning. And it's a, it's a great testament to the rebuild there, the culture there, and... Uh, I think it just shows you, first of all, I think that uh, Missoula youth football is, is definitely paying dividends in uh, in terms of producing more ready and more uh, higher football IQ in the, in the kids that are coming into the high schools in Missoula. And I, I think that there's just a different level of program building, program retention, program maintenance, particularly at Sentinel. And, uh, I mean, I know there's a lot of other things that go into it. I, I just think that it's a great step forward for Missoula as a town in the wide world of prep sports to have at least one of the squads here in Missoula have aspirations outside of just beating their crosstown rivals. That said, it, it's uh, always special. It's always a fun moment. And uh, it was a, a good fight by Big Sky and a good answer and a good Second half by uh, Missoula Sentinel. Fun fact number two about high school football. We have some defined contenders now for the top seed in the West. Helena Capital blasted Hellgate on Thursday night. So the Bruins are 7-0 with two regular season games remaining. They have their two toughest tests of the year upcoming. Capital will play Sentinel in Helena on Friday, and then they'll play crosstown rival Helena High uh, to, to complete the regular season. Sentinel... Uh, is still in the mix at 6-1, and one, and Helena High is still in the mix at 6-1. and one. So those are your three main contenders for the top seed out of the West. Out East, Bozeman Gallatin is in the midst of their greatest season in their school's history, just the third season that they've played football, but they're 6-1. and one. That is a program record already, and uh, they are undefeated in Eastern AA play. Bozeman High 
is also undefeated in Eastern AA play. And uh, Billings West is squarely in the mix as well. And I believe those three teams play each other to, to finish out the regular season as well. So uh, a little bit more clarity in terms of the contenders for the top seeds out of the West and the East in AA. Uh, but should be fun. I mean, Missoula, Helena, and Bozeman, those are sort of the, the center points of the AA. But Billings West, don't sleep on the Bears. They had a tough start to the year, playing a really tough schedule out the gates. And uh, they've been really, really good since then. So um, a little bit more clarity in terms of the pecking order at the AA level, but a couple big-time matchups coming down the pipe uh, these last couple weeks uh, of the regular season. Fun fact number three, Capital versus Sentinel Capital versus Helena High. That'll be a sweet ending to the season. The, the Bruins have been awesome so far this year. They have uh, unbelievable senior leadership. They have great players, both at the skill positions uh, as well as along the lines. They've also had a schedule that's set up for them to get to the seventh straight victory. Now they got to play two of the best teams in the state down the stretch. So Capital has a chance to really affirm it and really prove it. Fun fact number four, Hamilton, still the team to beat in Class A. They won yet again, so they have won seven straight this year. They beat Ronan 42-7. to And uh, one dynamic that I think is omnipresent in sports, no matter what level of sports you're talking about or what sport you are analyzing, is that one of the only things in sports that's harder than winning a championship is defending a championship, maintaining your level of success. When you can't scale it any higher, how do you go about just maintaining? Pat Riley, the great Lakers coach in the 1980s, used to always call it the disease of more because when you got the disease of more, then you get the disease of me. Everybody that's involved in your championship, they want more. They want a bigger piece of the pie. They want more money or more playing time or more shots or whatever it might be. Hamilton had this consistent rallying cry for years because during the Carson Rostad era, the Bronx were undefeated all the way to the semifinals and then lost either in the semifinals or the state championship four years in a row. So then the rallying cry was always, let's get back to the championship. We're going to win one. We're going to win one. We're going to avenge all these losses. We're going to prove to people that we are the, the cream of the crop, the best program in Class A. Then last year, Tyson Ross, Dad Carson's younger brother, was the quarterback there at Hamilton, and he got it done, and they went undefeated, and they rolled all the way to the state championship, and uh, really cool and special moment for Bryce Carver and his troops. Well, then coming into this year, there's no more Rostad brothers. That's a big deal when you're talking about a small high school like Hamilton. And they've done a, a phenomenal job of continuing to uh, maintain that level of dominance. They've been not just uh, winning, but they've been rolling teams. I mean, their average margin of victory has to be five touchdowns. I mean, they've had so many 35 nothings and 42 to sevens, just like they had this last weekend. So um, we'll see when they get to uh, the stretch run and into the playoffs, because I do think that most of their best competition, like it has so often this last five, six, seven years, will come from the eastern part of the state. But it's been a great job so far by Bryce Carver as the Hamilton Bronx are the lone defending state champion in the state of Montana that remains undefeated uh, in this year that they're trying to, to defend the state championship. Fun fact number five, Billing Central also is rolling right now. They got their seventh straight win. Uh, the Rams are doing it with a familiar formula. 
Jim Sturger has his uh, guys playing hard. They're still running that option offense, which has been their bread and butter for so long. And uh, they got a couple of the best players in the state of Montana as well. And uh, so Billing Central, they are certainly one of the top teams in the state. And uh, we'll see if they can keep it rolling. Fun fact number seven. I'm just going to read this because this is just uh, an awesome and jaw-dropping statistic. Flynn Ridgeway, who we've talked about on this show a couple times, he's an outstanding running back for Whitefish. Flynn Ridgeway scored seven touchdowns and rolled up 450 yards of total offense for the Whitefish Bulldogs over the weekend. I- I'll tell you this. I'll give you a spoiler alert. He's going to be one of our Treasure State stars. If you have a team's worth of total offense and like two weeks' worth of touchdowns, that's pretty good. Uh, Flynn Ridgeway is leading the state of Montana in rushing yards this season far and away, and uh, having 450 yards of total offense, that doesn't hurt. That's a good way to pad the stats. Fun fact number eight about high school football. Townsend, uh, who rolled Columbus on Friday night, they're now the last undefeated team in the Southern B. So Broadwater County, they are really good a year ago, and uh, they remain one of the teams to beat at the Class B level. The Bulldogs having a great year once again. And they're the last undefeated team uh, in the Southern Conference of the Class B uh, classification. Fun fact number nine, Florence, still a primary contender, even though they did stub their toe. They're one of the defending state champs that did suffer a loss, but just like the Sentinel Spartans, the Florence Falcons have been outstanding since that loss. Uh, They got another lopsided win this last weekend, and I still think they have the best player in the Class B ranks in Pat Duchesne Jr., and so Florence, as the defending state champs, I think they'll be right there. They're doing it in a different way. Uh, last year they had a receiving core that was just ridiculous for the Class B level. I mean, you're talking about Luke Mackey going to the Air Force Academy to play football, and then you had several other guys that uh, matriculated their way into the Frontier Conference level. So basically four skill guys for Duchesne to spread the ball around to. This year they've, they've relied a lot more on Duchesne himself, especially in the run game. And uh, he's done great taking it all on. And uh, Falcons, they look like they're going to be a tough out as the uh, the playoffs quickly approach at the Class B level as well. And their last fun fact uh, from around the state in high school football, St. Ignatius, that's Mission High School, they remain uh, undefeated as well, and they are having a great year. Their quarterback, very impressive. He uh, was a standout at Marty Mornoweg's uh, quarterback school. Coach Marty, who joins us uh, each Monday for the Monday afternoon quarterback, uh, he hosts a fun quarterback camp with some of the best high school quarterbacks from around the state of Montana each summer. And uh, the the quarterback there is a really, really good one. He has uh, done a great job, and uh, that's big for mission. They've been uh, good so far this year and look like a, a real contender in Class C. So there you go. Uh, that's a look at your high school football around the uh, the state of Montana. You're listening to Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio as well as maybe watching SWX Montana Television and the uh, ESPN MT app. Uh, breaking news from last week, Andrew Verlanik, a Drummond product who played college football at Montana State, 
he had been coaching at Deer Lodge. One thing that's very interesting is we've seen the rise of sort of uh, local independent media sources in some of these small towns. One of our good friends and one of our contributing photographers at Skyline Sports, Blake Hempstead, he's doing this in Anaconda uh, where he's covering high school sports and then like city council and school board meetings. Some of the, you know, essential parts of a community because there's not a lot of media there in Anaconda. Well, there's a, a similar outlet. I, I I can't remember what it's called, but they're covering Deer Lodge, uh, sort of higher education, high school education, the school board, stuff like that. Andrew Rulanik did a video last week with that news outlet because he decided to move where his team stands during Deer Lodge football games because of a lot of things that he thought was just generally unhealthy and not good for his kids. And it seems like there's a lot of uh, unsavory things going on there in Deer Lodge in terms of the continuity and support from the administration. You can find the stuff on, on Facebook if you want to watch the, the video and stuff like that. But I, I thought the guy went on this video and just spoke the truth. He was talking about student-athlete welfare and trying to get kids to have a positive attitude, and he was talking a lot about just engagement of a community and how much sports can help kids and also just you know getting kids' backs and engaging in things like healthy nutrition. And you know one of his main gripes was the bathroom situation in the locker room at Deer Lodge. It sounded like they only have one toilet with no doors around it, like things like that. And that proceeded to then make him get fired for a moment in time. But today, the breaking news is that Andrew Vellanek has been reinstated as Deer Lodge's head football coach. And uh, it's a story that I think that is uh, sort of microcosmic of some of the, the disproportionately powerful ways that school boards are operating and making decisions when it comes to high school sports uh, in the state of Montana. So I thought what – I don't have any firsthand knowledge of any of the details of what Andrew Verlanek was talking about, but I also thought that the video that I watched – it looked like a, a a young man who was very, very engaged with and concerned about the welfare of his student-athletes. And what else do you really want from a coach in a small town? And so I'm, I'm glad that uh, he he didn't get uh, fired. Sounds like he'll, he will remain uh, as the head coach there uh, in Deer Lodge. That's our prep extra, part one. We're actually going to have a little bit more prep extra action right after this, but we'll take a break. One of our favorite guys, a guy that we love to talk to about all things football, and a guy that has great perspective on some of the best of the best teams in the state of Montana, Kalispell Glacier. They played Missoula Sentinel, Helena Capital, and Helena High three weeks in a row. They lost each of those games by a touchdown or less, yet they got back on the horse and got their fourth win of the year against Butte High. Grady Bennett, the head coach of the Wolfpack, will join us next. Analysis about all things Class AA football in the state of Montana. We'll talk to Coach Bennett right after this. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuanas here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. 
As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team. While I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. Montana Television. Nuana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Tuesday's first hour, all prep sports all the time. Giving you a rundown of the weekend that was and some insight into the best storylines in the state of Montana. One of the best storylines in the state of Montana, just in terms of the insight that this guy has, is the Kalispell Glacier Wolfpack because they played three of the best and top state title contenders at the AA level in consecutive weeks. Glacier played Sentinel, Capital, and Helena High. They fell short by a single score or less. Seven to three, between three and seven points, I should say. They lost those three games. Got back on the horse in a big way. Scored 55 against Butte last week. Caught up with the head coach of the Wolfpack earlier today. Well, time now for our prep extra, highlighting various different storylines from around the world of high school sports from around the state of Montana. And we're joined now for the second time this football season, head coach at Kalispell Glacier. Grady Bennett joins us here today on your Tuesday. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, first of all, I know that when we talked in August leading up to the season, uh, we were both kind of in agreement that the Class AA ranks was going to be really competitive. And uh, here your team has had to run an absolute gauntlet and uh, a three-week stretch in which basically you played the top three ranked teams in the state of Montana. So just take us through it. I mean, what have you thought of the, the level so far this year? And, and also, what have you thought of your team's ability to kind of endure? Because this has been a pretty crazy couple uh, weeks or even last month for you guys. Yeah, for sure, Coulter. I mean, the gauntlet, man, wow. I mean, a lot of it is just scheduling, right? I mean, we look at last year, and essentially we have the exact same record. We're in the exact same place because the schedule is just flipped. The only difference last year is we beat Capital and lost to Butte, but we played all four the same, you know, back-to-back-to-back. So start with Sentinel, play Capital, play Helena, play Butte. Wow, right? What a gauntlet. So I think, you know, the difference is this year is we're right there. I mean, all three of those losses in a row, we are literally driving and in two of the games end up on the four yard line with a chance to, to either take the lead or win it or, you know, tie it or whatever. So man, it stinks. Nobody nobody likes losing. It's always tough to go in that locker room, especially when they pile up back to back to back. But Boy, you had to feel good coming out of it and just keep telling our kids that, man, we believe we're right there. And as good as as good as double A is, I think you're right. It's as competitive maybe top to bottom, or at least maybe the top eight or nine. It just I think it's anybody's game. I'm not sure if I've seen a year. I think Capital might maybe be a little bit ahead of everybody everybody else but uh man it's really wide open so it's, it's going to make it fun down the stretch well no question and capital's going to get two of their toughest tests here the last two weeks of the regular season with 
was a little settled coming to town, a little crosstown action against Helena High as well. But when it comes to your team, Coach, you mentioned, I mean, a single touchdown loss to Sentinel that came down at the end of the game. Single touchdown loss to Capitol came down at the end of the game. You rallied all the way back after being down 24-7 against Helena High, and you only lose that one by three. And the last week you come back out and get a big win over Butte. So um, what have you thought of your kids just staying in it? I mean, it, it takes a lot to, to come up short like that and then keep on competing and then get back on the winning side of things. So how have they been able to do it? Well, I think as a, as a head coach, you know, you always judge the league. And there's been years where there's a team that's just so far out in front and kind of everybody knows. I mean, obviously, you, you got to play the games. That's why they plan. There's always upsets. But everybody knows that, okay, I, we're kind of playing for second place. But this year, that's just not the case. So I could not tell my kids enough after the first loss, after the second loss, after the third, that my belief in them and my belief in us as a team has not wavered one bit. I mean, we are right there. And on any given night, we can beat anybody. But mentally, you know, they're kids. They're 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. And after three straight losses, did, did they believe it? So I think even in that first half against Butte, man, some of that doubt started to creep in again. And, oh, no, here we go. And can we really win? Can we really get over that hump? And so it was pretty special the halftime we had last week then to come out and just get it rolling in the third quarter. And, and hopefully our kids do believe that, yeah, we are a team that can contend. We can play with anybody. So I'm proud of them for hanging in there. Uh, you give, Like I said, you give them those messages over and over, and you just hope that they're taking them to heart and believing them. Grady Bennett, Kalispell Glacier head coach, joining us here on your Tuesday. It's our Prep Extra, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. And, Coach, it's been a couple years into this new playoff format as well. And so, um, obviously, you know, seeds and all that kind of stuff is is always important. And, you know, uh, conference championships and all that. But it seems to me that more now than ever, it's about having your team playing its best ball at the right time. So how, how do you balance uh, those two dynamics? Yeah, you're right. I mean, you want to definitely play for seeds. But one thing we knew, especially through the losing streak, is we still were missing some key players that were finally starting to get back now. And we knew that. We knew we'd be without Isaac Kime. He's a dominant defensive end for us and a great, great tight end. I mean, we didn't really get him back until last week. And Kashko Kachia, who's probably our best all-around football player, uh, man, he's been he had off-season surgery. He wasn't able to play the first four games. Uh, then with his hamstring, we've had to limp him along. And he literally, I felt so bad for him last Friday because he made such a huge difference in that game. But he was sucking air so bad because of that hamstring. He hasn't been able to practice really all week ever the last few weeks. He's, he gets a few reps on Thursday because we're trying to baby that hamstring. And then Friday night, right, it's okay, here we go. And so the, the good news is for us is we're getting those two back now, almost uh, close to 100%. We still have one more guy that's going to make a big difference coming back. And so... You know, again, it, like you said, playing your best ball at the end. I, I give that message so often. It doesn't matter where you start. Records don't matter. That's the one cool thing about football. You can lose one or two early, and you just got to get in, and then it's anybody's game. Cash Kachia, that must be Sean's son. Yes, it is. <laughs> I got to know Sean a little bit. Uh, we had our 25th anniversary of the 95 National Championship podcast series got to know Sean a little bit because of that and then Blaine McElmurray going into the Montana Football Hall of Fame this last year so it's been fun getting to know those guys as well Grady Bennett joining us here uh, on Nuanas now and coach that three-game stretch too where you did play three of the best teams in the state I think people expected obviously as the two-time defending state champions Missoula Sentinel to be very good this year they have been capital with all the stuff that they returned from a year ago I think people thought they were going to be pretty competitive Helena High, always a solid program, but they've been the ones that have really sort of surged to the front of the pack and have been really, really good. So 
What did you think of the Bengals when you squared off with them two weeks ago? Yeah, I, I think Gabe's doing a phenomenal job with them because you're right. I, I remember we were standing on the sidelines as the clock ticked down at Capitol. We were going to suffer another tight, you know, on the doorstep loss back to back. But I was, as a coach, thinking, okay, what message do I deliver? Hey, we just lost to Sentinel. We lost to Capitol. They're number one, two teams in the state. But, okay, man, we got a chance to go home, homecoming, get back on the right. And then I hear the score, Helena High, 35, Sentinel, 7. And at first I said, that has to be a mistake. There's no way. Not only did they make, you know, in the streak, but 35-7? And so, sure enough, right, it's true. And then I have to go in the locker room and say, okay, boys, uh, you know, we lost two in a row, and I was hoping that we could feel like, okay, we're going to get healthy, but... Man, it's not going to get any easier. And so, sure enough, Illinois High is a good football team. I was proud of how our kids battled. But they're, like you said, they're always well coached. They're always loaded with athletes. And it's just really another version of the Illinois High Bengals. And, you know, they've got good athletes across the board. They're always good on defense. And, of course, Mello is just fantastic. I mean, he can change the game any time he touches the ball. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's really going to be interesting as we go. Because Butte's still in it as well. I mean, they're For still sure. a good team. They can beat anybody. So, yeah, the West is uh, its pretty crazy. Manu Mello, who's coach referring to, uh, one of the best receivers in the state. He's having an awesome junior year. I think up to 12 touchdowns, averaging about 25 yards per catch. So, lightning in a bottle there for the Helena High offense. Uh, coach, I want to ask you about a couple of your guys because I know when we did the preseason interview, we were talking and you said you, you really had a lot of faith in the guys on the perimeter and you also had a lot of faith in the guy delivering the ball. And I know Gage Slider's been outstanding so far. Uh, this year at quarterback for you. What have you liked, though, about his ability to to sort of manage this whole thing? Because I think everybody kind of knows, hey, Glacier's going to come out, they're going to play fast, they're going to throw the ball over the place, try to score a bunch of points. But you guys haven't really slowed down in terms of offensive production. How much of that has been on your quarterback? Yeah, for sure. Gage has had a great year. And I think through that three-game losing streak, you know, he learned a little bit, too. He was pressing a little bit, I think, starting to feel like he had to carry the load, had to do more than he really needs to do. And last last week was a good step for him to just learn to relax, go have fun. I think he was putting so much stress on himself. We talked about it at halftime. Man, it was time to just relax and just go play, have fun. And, man, we exploded in the third quarter with, with 28 points. I think when we just do that relax and play and not put everything on the next play like it's you know it's life or death uh man i feel good about you know our chances of moving the ball every single time we get it and getting points out of it our perimeter i knew was going to be really really talented they just hadn't played yet but as the season's gone on yeah they've shown how much ability that i did think they have we're too deep maybe even three deep across the board at all five of our spots and all of those kids have produced and had big games so really on any night we have different guys that can step up and gage has a ton of weapons and that's what's important for gage is he doesn't have to to do everything right he can truly just do his part get the ball out to all those weapons stay within his read stay within the system and good things are going to happen Grady Bennett Kalispell Glacier head coach here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app coach last question for you a little crosstown for you uh, coming up this week uh, what's the scout on the Flathead Braves and uh, what's it like playing against a school that you coached at for a long time and also played at too uh, what's the uh, what's the dynamic like what's the scout like for uh, this crosstown matchup on Friday 
Well, first of all, Crosstown is special, man. I mean, I grew up without it, and we had to try to create our own rivalries, and, you know, I didn't really understand it. I mean, obviously, when I got to play in the Grizz-Cat game, I realized how cool it really was. Watching film of Capital versus Helena and CMR versus Great Falls High, you know, you know that it's a special thing. So I was so happy when we finally opened a second high school in Cowspell, and we could experience our kids, right, because it's all about the kids could experience just the fun, competitive atmosphere of Crosstown. So everybody knows you throughout the records it's just it's a special game man the town packs it out and there's energy and enthusiasm the student sections are going crazy and so it's a lot of fun i'm glad the kids get to be a part of it and uh, that we finally get to have that in Calspell. and you know i told the kids yesterday morning when we started this week man this game has to be about us i mean we know what crosstown can always include right with the emotion and all that stuff throw the records out but you know after getting back on the winning track now our goal is just to continue to get better we're still two and three in league so we've got to take care of business to control our own destiny and that's what we have to be focused on on friday night um enjoy it right they're high school kids so i want them to have fun and soak it in but when it gets down to playing ball we just need to focus and and uh, be worried about what we do out there great minute well best around kalispell glacier takes on kalispell flathead friday night second to last regular season game of the season and then into the playoffs coach i'm sure we'll catch up with you before this season is all said and done but thanks for joining us today you bet colton thanks a lot for having me Oh, that guy. Always so nice and affable and fun to talk to. And a good perspective because Glacier really has run the gauntlet. And they're sitting here with a winning record. I don't know what the uh, the prospects are for them as a true state title contender, but they have some great athletes. they got a great quarterback. And they've been right there. And uh, maybe Flathead, Hellgate, get rolling a little bit before the playoffs. We'll see. Thanks to Grady Bennett for taking some time for us here on Nuanas now. How about some of the best individual performances from across the state of Montana? And how about some free sandwiches? Tag Larry Tuesday, Treasure State Stars next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. certain age and you've been in Montana for a while you remember there was a day not that long ago I'd I'd say right at the turn of the 21st century right around those Y2K times there was no hip hop on the radio in Missoula you couldn't find it 
And I remember the first time I ever heard a hip-hop song. I heard Miss Jackson by Outkast on the radio. This was probably when I was in eighth grade. And I had a neighbor who was from L.A., six years older than me, who, who was just indoctrinating me in all sorts of West Coast rap and gangster rap. And my parents had no idea. I used to save up my money and I'd give him cash to go down to the Sam Goody and buy me the, the like, you know, Dr. Dre 2001, stuff like that, the parental advisory stuff that I couldn't buy as a 14-year-old. I'd have him go buy it for me. So I had this whole collection of hip-hop and rap records, uh, CDs at that point. And uh, you, you, when you're a novel, when you have something that people don't have when it's like a novelty, it makes you feel even more cool. So I remember showing like all my friends in middle school all this rap stuff. And, uh, and then when it started getting played on the radio, I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff is like crossing over. This is crazy. And then I also felt less cool because all my uh, hip hop collection just wasn't as prestigious. That's all to say, I was playing a little chingy there for you because I then, when the tipping point happened, then all of a sudden you had uh, several different rap acts came to Missoula, including. Yeah, Chingy, I think he was touring with Nelly at the time. remember going to that down there at uh, the Adams Center when I was like 16 or 17. It's just funny. It's funny that how uh, the process of, of media and content and art and music spreading, how much different it is. I'm not saying it's more rapid or less rapid or anything like that. It's, it's just different than it used to be. And uh, the world is certainly a lot uh it's not nearly as broad or as far flung as it as it once was. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us uh, here on your Tuesday. I know there's a lot of you out there that are big-time baseball people and probably a lot of, out, of you out there that have spent your day whether you're working or getting ready for work or whatever, listen to ESPN Radio and listen to the Major League Baseball playoffs that we've had on the radio. Uh, I was listening to the uh, Braves-Phillies game earlier. My lovely girlfriend, big-time Braves fan, she was not happy today <laughs> when it was 6-1, to one, and uh, she was also stuck at work, so she was trying to uh, monitor the game while being stuck at work. And uh, the Braves did make a little bit of a rally down the stretch, but the Phillies uh, take game one, seven to six. So the Phillies are one of those teams that this is where baseball, new age, new age baseball in October has become so much about who's playing really well in the playoffs, who's hot. And Philly they kind of had to to ham and egg it to get into the playoffs. They only won 87 games this year. They were only 12 games above 500. But they got in, then they win the wild card spot, and then they go take game one from the Braves in Atlanta. Pretty good start uh, for Philly. They're a dangerous team. Update for the Mariners, which, by the way, I know that if there is a team that more you want to hear more of than any other team that's in the playoffs, I know it's the Mariners. We've gotten some calls Ask about Mariners games. Anytime the Mariners are on that it doesn't conflict with this show, we're going to try our absolute best to have them on the radio. But right now, at the end of the eighth, Seattle leads the Houston Astros 7-5. to 
So good one uh, going on right now between the Mariners and uh, the Astros. Julio Rodriguez, he's got a triple and a double and two RBI and three runs scored. So he is uh, the superstar that he's expected to be. He's doing that right now for Seattle. We'll talk some more Major League Baseball uh, in hour number two. But right now, it's time, first of all, to hook you up. Love me some Tagliari Deli. Got myself, actually, I didn't even get myself one. I, I delivered one as a gift to one of our great friends uh, of this show and great supporter of ours, Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth. Uh, I got him a little sandwich, delivered it to him because we had a, a little meeting, and uh, he was so happy to get his uh, Beach Boy right there to the office. Order Tagliari online. It's a great way to do it. You can just go pick it up. That's what I did. Boom, just punch it in right on my phone. Pay for it on the credit card. Bam. You got it. They got it right there for you in the corner. You don't even – you just be in and out. Grab your bag, off to lunch, take it down to Bonner Park, eat it, whatever. If you have a little more time, though, check out the Old Country Wine selection at Tagliari. And you can also always uh, find great specialty Italian-style goods like your pastas, your pasta sauces, your olive oils, all that stuff. You want $25 to Tagliari Deli right now? Call us. Call our number 4. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call us right now. Tagliari Tuesday presented by Tagliari Delicatessen right there at the corner of Beckwith and Higgins uh, in the little strip mall there. Call us right now if you want $25 gift card to Tagliari. 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Tonight. Time now for our Treasure State Stars, some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Star number one, it's Flynn Ridgeway. He is a standout running back for the Whitefish Bulldogs who's had uh, one of the best individual single seasons uh, in the state of Montana, and he kept on keeping on over the weekend. How about 450 yards of total offense and seven total touchdowns this last weekend? Pretty darn good. Uh, he's playing quarterback there for, for Whitefish, by the way, and he's one of the leading rushers uh, in the state of Montana. Entering the game last week, 747 yards on the ground alone, averaging 9.3 yards per carry. Pretty impressive uh, so far for Flynn Ridgeway. 450 yards and seven total touchdowns. Uh, that ain't no joke. That's pretty darn good uh, for the Whitefish quarterback. Turner State start number two, Callahan O'Reilly. Uh, the Grizz get a bye, so the Grizz don't win Defensive Player of the Week for only the second time this season so far uh, in the Big Sky Conference's weekly awards. But Callahan O'Reilly, very deserving of his Big Sky Conference Player of the Week award, uh, defensive side of the ball, the inside linebacker from Bozeman High School. Uh, he's a senior there at Montana State. He was the team's leading tackler. He had 10 tackles against Idaho State. He also had an acrobatic highlight reel-type interception. And... He's putting together a hell of a year uh, in his finale there at MSU. He's been a part of six takeaways so far. He's got three interceptions himself. He's also forced two fumbles, and he's recovered a fumble as well. So Callan O'Reilly having an all-league-type campaign, 
And he has been a dude there at Montana State. He's been overshadowed the last couple years by Troy Anderson, Daniel Hardy, Chase Benson, guys like that. But O'Reilly's definitely been making it. Uh, he's definitely been having a great, at least first half of his final year there, uh, playing for his hometown Montana State Bobcats. Treasure State star number three, Tyler Christensen. He's a senior at Missoula Sentinel, and he had an outstanding kick return for a touchdown to open up the second half against Missoula Big Sky on Friday. The uh, Eagles were in the mix. They were right there with Sentinel in the first half. It was 15-13 to 13 at halftime in the Crosstown game on Friday here in Missoula. And then Christensen helped spark the momentum. He uh, took the kick all the way the whole length of the field for a touchdown, and uh, he had a great game overall. Had a great game on defense as well. So um, good performance there by the Sentinel senior. Treasure State star number four, Eliza Bentler. She was one of our senior spotlight subjects this last year. She is a Billings senior product who is now a freshman for the University of Montana. And she scored her second goal of the season to give uh, the UM soccer team a 1-0 lead late in the first half against Northern Colorado. Uh, it was the Grizzlies' only shot on goal in the first half. And uh, then Delaney Lou Shore scored her sixth goal of the season right after halftime, and the Grizz were able to hang on for a 2-1 to victory. It was one of the few times, according to Andrew Houghton, our guy in the back, that the Grizzlies have been outshot so far this season. So not a ton of shots on goal, but they were still able to emerge with a 2-1 to victory over Northern Colorado, one of the other uh, preseason favorites. Uh, in the Big Sky Conference. Treasure State star number five. You heard this name before, Troy Anderson. We highlighted him uh, pretty much endlessly since we started this segment. He's uh, pretty much a staple on the Treasure State stars during the fall season uh, when he's playing uh, football, whether it's at Montana State or now for the Atlanta Falcons. But super cool moment for Troy Anderson uh, over the weekend against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He got his mitts on the GOAT, man. He, he hit Tom Brady twice. He didn't get an official sack, but he did get two quarterback hurries. And uh, I, I know that Troy Anderson is immensely physically gifted. I mean, 6'3", 250, and runs a 4'4", 240. There's not a lot of guys like that anywhere, period. But I, it's still so cool that a kid from Beaverhead County High School and Dillon, Montana, gets a chance to play in the NFL against Tom Brady. Treasure State star, Number six, the Harden Girls cross-country team. They are, once again, the uh, team to beat at the Class A level in uh, cross-country, and they have a, a budding star, Karis Brightwings Pees. She was the only female runner to break the 19-minute barrier Thursday at the Capital City 7-on-7 Invitational. That's the... A uh, big cross-country meet that's hosted there in Helena. And Karis Brightwings Pease, she had the uh, winning time for the number one girls race by nearly 30 seconds in a time of 18 minutes, 52.55 seconds. Not only was it the top time at the Bill Roberts Golf Course, but how about this? Brightwings Pease is an eighth grader. <laughs> so she's running the best time at a, a very prestigious invite meet that features not just class A athletes, but double A athletes as well. And uh, she captures the meet title ahead of um, runner. Uh, the, the Harden girls led by Brightwings Wings Pease captured the, the team title in this invitational. 
They also featured Missoula Hellgate, Bozeman, Kalispell, Flathead, all three great cross-country um, programs. So uh, very, very cool for her and uh, very cool for the Harden girls. They have had an outstanding program the last couple years, and uh, they look like a team to beat as well. And then our last Treasure State Stars, the Sentinel Boys cross-country team, they took home the um, the boys title at the 7-on-7 seven seven last week. They were the state champions two falls ago, and then the runner-up last fall, Keegan Crosby, continues to lead the way. Uh, he was fourth in the number one race, which is the top finisher uh, for the Spartans, and they also got great performances from uh, Ben Shawls and Samuel McCarter as well. And I just think it's very impressive that Sentinels been able to barge their way into the conversation because cross-country, when the programs, when they, they build and they build and they build, it's so hard to catch the the elites. And Bozeman High and Missoula Hellgate have been so dominant in cross-country and boys and girls for so long at the AA level. So for the Spartans to have a seat at the table, impressive. And for Harden, for their girls to compete with those AA dynasties, also very impressive. So there you go. It's your Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union Loves to say yes. is now ESPN Radio, Hour 1 in the books, Hour 2 coming at you. We're going to talk all things football and some Major League Baseball as well, even do a little blindside. We'll do all that next. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.